i Bombay. Welcome everybody to a special episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast. It is a special bonus episode. I am your host Xavier. Joined today, I have Zach over in his little corner. What's up, guys? I got Anthony in uh, on the couch today. Hello. And live via satellite. I don't know, five G. Sure. Um, is Danny joining us remotely for our special episode today? Say hi, hey, Danny. everybody. There he goes. Can I think you I hear just- me. Repeat that one more time so I stop speaking over you. <laughs> What's up? There we go. Awesome. Technology. Technology. And speaking of technology, we're going right into it. Uh, we just, uh, as a couple days ago, finished our viewing of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So we figured let's cut a bonus episode. Let's get our thoughts out there. Uh, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, kind of, uh, you know, get through what I really think was, you know, a very unique uh, chapter within a lot of this MCU, given everything that happened after Chadwick Boseman's passing. But uh, gentlemen, let's get uh, right to it. Um, I think, uh, you know, the the movie, not even even before the initial Marvel Studios or the Marvel Comics stuff, we get straight into that opening sequence. Um, I felt uh, overall it was pretty effective, even though it's it's always tricky, I think, if you try to do stuff that's uh, off screen because uh, you have to kind of like go through all of that like you kind of as an audience member already know it's going to happen but you're just looking at how effective it comes off i think what do you guys think yeah i think they went i mean i guess they did the best they could uh they were kind of trapped in the corner um i think they could have given a slightly or maybe any explanation but i guess by just not giving anything they kind of just said like oh this is what it is and we're gonna get past it pretty quick so yeah it was it was fine i think they could have done a little bit more but i thought it was fine yeah there was um yeah there's not much they could do and they i'm sure just wanted to get through it you know quickly within the first i mean they did in the first five minutes um and yeah like they they kind of uh said it in passing late like you know later on the movie like maybe 20 minutes in where uh, that he died of an unknown illness, so they yeah. don't even something that he kept give, a, yeah. you know, out of people, you know, just kept to himself really towards the end, kind of like mirroring what happened in real life. Like not a lot of people knew uh, he had cancer. Uh, a lot of people, you know, he would go out in public. It's like, wow, he looks really thin. Or whatever, is he okay? Like, dude looks really stressed out, kind of bums. Like it's because you know he was uh, going through treatment and trying to fight cancer. So uh, I feel like you know it's, it's kind of mirroring that. And then maybe, and this is just me speculating, is that because we had to deal with, uh, you know, Jane Foster go, uh, going over cancer. Like if it's like, you know, a cancer thing, then they, you want to like a, a running cancer thing going on in the MCU. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just went straight to it. Like there was no um, pause in the opening scene. Like it just went straight into the like elevator opening and, uh, Shuri walking in, um, 
And it's kind of interesting how, I mean, it kind of sets it up for the rest of the movie, but Shuri spent her time just trying to find a cure um, instead of, you know, being with uh, T'Challa. So that definitely paved the way for what we were going to get for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's like one of those. Uh, it's like hey, you know, heavy subjects. So it's uh, you know, going through the whole like, not. It's like she's trying to save it, but not really dealing with it. And then so, even going through what I really cool shot um sequence of his uh, funeral procession. Um, it was cool to just have you know like she's still there, but it's like she's processing it, but it's not really as we see later on, not really getting over it. If that makes any, yeah, like if that, not really getting over it all. Um, and even with the help of her mom, it's it's still just like she's in her own like uh, kind of like beating herself up for it. And as a result, she's, you know, kind of takes it out on just into other types of research or just, you know, um, kind of having angst around everything else around her. Like, you know, you saw Nakia uh, was, was trying to get reach her over the phone. Her mom was, hey, do this stuff together. And she's, you know, kind of like in her own kind of meticulous way, pushing her away. So. That was a cool. It's the setting up a, a decent. Arc, uh, what I thought was a good arc for Shuri. It was just like everyone's all in there, in her own little world. They're just pushing stuff out and then, uh, then dealing with the overall conflict later on. Before we go any further, just in case if whoever's listening or watching didn't know, we are going full spoilers with Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that's my bad. Uh, complete hundred uh, percent. Pulling back the curtain. We're gonna talk about anything and everything. Uh, so again, um, we made it pretty vague with the everything that happened just now but moving forward that's going to be completely spoiler yeah have you haven't seen it just spoiler forever just like leave and then listen to this episode after you've watched the movie yeah for sure so um yeah the i thought of uh, it was the i guess it was the first of a few like slow motion sequences but in this particular case with the the funeral procession and everything i thought it was cool um like it was it, it kind of gave some weight to the whole to everything going on um the mural of T- of t'challa and chadwick like that was that was nice like we saw it in the trailer but seeing it in its full context looks really cool too like it's kind of just more of like a cell and then it's more of a celebration than anything else but um good highlight of you know different culture i remember zach i think you were in the uh in the theater you mentioned it's like oh man it reminds me a lot of like new orleans funeral processions yeah. like and like that's where you you know, roots, roots, African roots. So it's really cool to see that. Yeah, I, I did mention that, and then I, I mean, I obviously didn't know, but it's it's pretty cool that they. The more you way. know, <laughs> I feel like we got a lot of that in this movie. A lot of the more you knows, but uh, yeah, that scene was very beautifully shot. Yeah, yeah, the the slow motion was well done for that scene. Yeah, good maybe, job, Brian Coogler. Maybe for- not in a couple others later on in the movie, but it was yeah, it was definitely effective there. And it, I think it went beautifully into the next sequence, which is the Marvel title sequence. Yeah, I was just solemn. And then, uh, you know, you get your, your very similar to what they did uh, with the first Black Panther, where you had everything, all the all the shots of Chadwick and, and everything from like Infinity War, parts of Endgame, Black Panther, Civil War. And you see, um, you know, it's just, very respectful, but also you know, in the shade of purple. Was, I, I I thought it was really nice. I think in, in I don't know about um you guys, uh, or at least when I saw it with Zach, um, or on Zach's second time, 
it was dead quiet during that uh, oh, yeah. intro. 100%. So I don't know if it was for you guys. Well, but except for the one guy, it was very clapped. emotional. Yeah, no. Well, he was. tried to do both a slow showings, clap. Yeah, I think both. The second showing was a, a smaller theater that I went to. I went to Regal. Don't don't shoot me, guys. I went to Regal. It's close by, but it was uh, you know really solemn. People were just like you know, it uh it did the job. Yeah, and I think the and the fact that they go directly from the visuals of the slow motion and the funeral straight to you know it's just they actually make the movie completely silent and it just goes into the title i think that helps with the audience you know pretty much just taking everything in and you know i, I even heard a couple of people be like damn like i'll, I'll say it like Oof, quietly out loud that saying, was heavy like, damn yeah. but like very like under their breath like while watching that intro sequence so it's like yeah it was it was it was good and rough at the same time yeah but you know, it's a metaphor for life. Well, I think what was really cool also about that that uh you know the logo um uh piece was that there weren't just clips of the movies, but also like a couple of behind the scenes where it's like um you see Chadwick like laughing with like one of the producers or, or director. Oh, I did or not catch that. I saw it twice. Yeah, yeah. I, I I caught it both times. Well, not both times. I I caught it on like a like a video when I saw it on Instagram. And I noticed that there was just that there's one particular clip, and then I noticed it again, obviously, just to make sure if it you know if it was real or not. Um, when I watched it the second time, and sure enough, yeah, it was uh, an actual shot of like a behind the scenes kind of. Oh, that's shot, cool. Which is cool. really cool. That's so really not cool. just like like the whole intro wasn't just about the character, but also about um, Chadwick himself. Yeah, like like including those um, um, out of character, um, like him not being in character, kind of. Uh, shots mm-hmm. no it's dope um and then from there we get uh after yeah all that that gets settled and started um we get into the whole opening action sequence of you know after a year you uh sorry my thoughts are all scattered no yeah after the funeral yeah, after and the funeral, they go to the un it, it's yeah, a year, year later, later a year has passed since his death and then that's the whole UN scene crossed with the, the what do you call it? The, the soldiers, in, yeah, the, the raid. raid in Mali, yeah. And that's you know, so these mercenaries just you know raid a Wakandan uh, outreach post in Mali, also in Africa, and uh, they're just uh, you know like we want vibranium, and uh, they proceed to get their asses whooped. Um, and it was cool because you see a, uh, uh, you see Aneka's the the Dora Milaje with the the two daggers and they're just like that's unbecoming she's like no like i'm having too much fun with this which they looked cool as hell like anyway uh that was a cool sequence to also show just like hey they're still badasses they're deflecting bullets um and the whole time like they're just they're using the blunt ends of the spears cuz uh they're there to make a statement yeah and it was interlaced with uh the mvp angela bassett yo angela bassett uh showing up looking awesome at the UN and her pretty much laying the smack down, telling them like, Hey, you guys need a, dude, she was statue. Pretty much saying, almost, if you want to keep looking for, <laughs> for you, vibranium, good, good luck. luck, but good don't luck. look for, don't look for it in Wakanda. Like it was taken. Good luck. Yeah. Don't look, don't look for it in Wakanda. Cause, uh, <laughs> it'll be an act of aggression met with far greater response. And you're like far greater than a response of rolling up the people that they captured and then forcing it, just saying, "Oh, also, there was the French." 
Like that was that was really good. Um, and by the way, yeah, saying that Angela Bassett's the MVP. Um, she like every scene that she was in and when full like uh uh kind of royal regalia or condom regalia like she like I feel like they must have been she was to grab weights and hit the shoulders because yeah, those traps those arms she's coming crazy. out there power move everything they like announce her and she walks in and then she just looks Queen like Ramonda stronger just, than everybody bam, there bam, bam. just uh just with 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 that every word a dagger just hitting everybody yeah Angela Bassett's amazing it was, it was too good. Um, and then, you know, Search for Vibranium takes us to the Atlantic Ocean where, um, you know, deep waters from old video game, you know, looking at you, uh, Legend of Zelda Water Temples uh, has me a little traumatized. <laughs> so that whole sequence is freaky. That sequence was freaky. Yeah. The but, whole, the whole kind of like mermaid like, trance. Yeah, like a siren call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those. Uh, they, made, know, they made everyone do the happening. Just yeah, like, the Talokani just like themselves. You just jump off the water. I'm just like, nope. Yeah, that was really cool to see. Just like, there's other ways instead of just like we're just gonna swim and attack. Like, no, we'll, we have other tricks up our sleeves. Um, and then uh, you know, the secret weapon is just some dude grabbing a helicopter and chucking it into the water. Yeah, poor, I, poor Lake Bell. Poor Lake Bell. You know, um, that's what that's what she gets. No, I'm kidding. It's not her fault, but it's also their fault. Uh, I mean, that was a good way to, like, introduce them. And yeah. that's, like, the first glimpse you get of Namor. Because uh, that was him that, that threw the helicopter, man. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you're just like, this. someone's flying and just chucking stuff. And this is legit. Like, because at first, I thought uh, Namora was going to grab her, her, like, her spear and just chuck it at the helicopter. I was like, oh, that'd be badass. But they were just like, nah, they're just, we're going to look. It's taken care of. Um, that and uh, the uh, the other uh, kind of general Atuma is was kind of a badass as we'll talk about later on, but yeah, it sets up the conflict really well. Uh, we have a great kind of goes leads into another sequence back in Wakanda. We see Mbaku again, that dude uh, Winston Duke. The, the the few scenes he's in, the uh, scene stealer, hands down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Walking in with the, the his uh, Jabari crew, just eating a carrot. <laughs> I don't know how to make those sound effects. <laughs> great. Dude, he's awesome. Um, yeah, and like it kind of still talks about like the current state of affairs within the different tribes of Wakanda. Uh, you know, you still have he's uh they kind of bring up the things of like, oh, the the the, the river tribe, uh, y'all are trash for leaving a border open. And uh, you know, this uh, kind of other cool things, but um, you know, that then there's the whole sequence of Namor or Namor, um, kind of introducing himself to Shuri and uh, Ramonda after they're trying to have a heart to heart, which is cool because she was going to say, I'm, "I need to tell you something about your brother," which we'll get to later on. But uh, that whole like that whole sequence is cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, so, yeah, something just. She was like, "Yeah, I need to tell you something about your brother," and you go, "Oh, that. That's well, very well, important." Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, and it, like Shuri's that, that again. Just hit me now. Yeah. Shuri's just all in her tech, all in her science. You know, people are trying to like reach out to her, talk to her, and she's just whatever. She's trying to make like exosuits for the Dora Milaje, which uh, we find out Okoye just straight up it hates with a passion. But uh, you know, Namor, uh, Namor comes up. He just rolls up. Is like, yeah, I'm able to get in and get out however I want. 
also look at that over there and then it's the whole machine detecting vibranium and it's just like no noise nothing it just rolled up out of nowhere and the dude is just coming in laying down the law um you know some strong power moves very <laughs> similar to kind of like what he does in the comics like the dude just does stuff like doesn't and gives zero f's about anybody else <laughs> like i'm sure you like said like is this part of the but did you like plan for this? Yeah, is, her mom's this like, part no. of your ritual is like no. <laughs> no That's one thing is like and they're like, oh, he has wings on his ankles. Yeah, yeah. When like, he's like, the it's like, did you see the the wings on his feet? Yeah, his um, he's a a merman with wings on his feet. He just straight up flies. Yeah, it's um, you know, it sets up the whole conflict. I was like, you need to find this American scientist who made this so that our my people can stay safe. And then he they, that threat he's just like and if you try to do anything against us let I'll let you know that I have more soldiers in my oceans than you have people or than you have blades, blades, of, blades grass. of grass yeah that's a lot that's that's out of hand that, that like uh, shout out to you know other scenes that he has but Tenal uh, Cuerta Mejia like he delivered those lines with the proper the the proper like menace but like nobility at the same time it's just like hey i just want to let you know i'm no one to mess around with like what i like i mean what i say and he he, he proves that a lot in this movie which yeah, i like he, he does consistent. that a few times like yeah. he, he gets into that 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 uh um like saying th- those kinds of things a few that times. mode yeah he, he uh he, he uh, what i call the power move mode <laughs> I'm, it's like this is what i call a pro gamer move no um so that takes us over to mit uh, we find out, you know, the person who you know made the tech to, to do this was a young MIT student with uh, Riri Williams, played by Dominic Thorne. Uh, I thought she was cool um, for the little scenes that she's in. Obviously, like we get more of her stuff later on because of whole like TV show she's going to be in, and then Armor Wars. But um, I think it was good setup to kind of like she. She was there in place. I feel like better to enhance Okoye and Shuri in those moments, especially in the dorm room. I thought that was hilarious. Where she, like, yeah, I mean that 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 whole dorm room sequence is hilarious, joke after joke. And even beforehand, and she's like, it's like I I'm inconspicuous. Okoye, I'm inconspicuous. Like, what are you talking about, woman? Like, dude, when they're standing in front of the car. <laughs> yeah, she's she looks like you know Black Ops, but if it was uh sponsored by prada like there was no way i was just like woman there's no way you're incognito right now and she's like look at you it's like oh it's the makeup it's like no no no, it looks good it's a shade and then they get in there and Riri's like what is wrong with you with this ash all over your head and she's she just completely turns around to shuri and shuri's like no <laughs> like trying to not corpse and break <laughs> so what's and what's funny too is i i saw i i figured out a little bit of foreshadowing so uh after riri throws the speaker and Okoye just, you know, gets that out of her face with the spear. She grabs the, the heater. The heater. Right? Mm-hmm. She grabs the heater and she's like, oh, you're going to attack me with a heater now? I'm like, not yet. And wrong person. Not to date. But that's that that uh that came back later. Interesting. I, I yeah. never caught that. That came back later. Was yep. that like a, like a space heater or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was okay. a space heater. Was she was in, it's Cambridge in Massachusetts. So it gets cold. I, I just don't know what t- what time that it's in. But uh what was it 2020 maybe it's like 2026 now but i don't we don't know what year but or time of year anyway uh nerd alert getting too far into it uh what did you guys think of riri uh i think i'm going to be spending a lot of time warming up to her a little bit pun intended uh get it she made a space (laughs) heater 
kind of intended but but yeah i i do think i'm i'm like she like she was great i think it was a good intro, uh, introduction but uh i think i'll have to be just like warming up to her over the next like couple of years that you know that she has her show coming up and then um whatever else like whatever other product uh, projects she's going to be in nice okay yeah i'm looking forward to seeing more um I mean, it's not like this movie was about her. It was just like an introduction, which is pretty cool. Um, we got to see how smart she is too, and like a couple different suits as well, and like what she's working on. So hopefully, we'll get a little more info uh, as we go on with her show. Yeah, I think um, it started off strong, like introducing her pretty strong, and then once, even as we talk about like later on, like Namor even just says. Oh, it's no longer about the scientist. Once that ha- kind of happened, it was kind of like, okay, we don't know what else to do with Riri after that. But I feel like her introduction started off strong, and then the rest of the movie was kind of like dangling around. What are we going to do with her? We're just going to have her around. We brought it back to Wakanda and kind of do some stuff. But I mean, it was also the catalyst for a momentous decision that Ramonda does, or Ramonda takes, uh, given stuff that happens later on in the movie. But like after that, it was kind of like, okay, I guess she's here. She can help a little bit. So it's like, you know, she she does things. It's sort of like when the story kind of needs it to, but um, it could have been handled a whole lot worse. Is what I'm saying. So, but uh, her whole intro after the the, the chase in uh, in Cambridge was really dope, especially considering she calculated the angle of which the, this drone would fall and land on uh, a blockade on the on the on the bridge uh, back to Boston. That was pretty dope. Oh, so that was oh. that was all on purpose. How did I? Wait, how she's did I flying miss? up, and she's like, "I'm taking care of it." It's like, and then she says, like, "I'm gonna give you a special delivery because as she's going up, she's like, okay, I need to take the differential.' Like, she's like, I need to just relearn oh, my.' I, yeah, I never even noticed that was the. She's drone. doing the math in her head as she's yeah, going up. She's like, "Okay, I gotta figure the- this out." And then she gets up to twenty eight thousand. It's like, okay, uh, now. And then that's why, like, she got up there and she didn't just shoot it down. She, she got up there and was like, and "Wait for until, it, wait yeah. for it, shot." So oh yeah, that's a cool. I didn't realize it was so that it would crash into the blockade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was all on purpose. So it was a cool way to show that like she was, like she's purposeful with that and she's really like she's smart. So I guess you know finding out more like there's little injections of like hey like my I don't know if she's did she say dad or stepdad. I think she said dad okay. for the car. Yeah, for the for yeah, her car. Her well, because he was oh, yeah, she he was that. an avionics engineer. So then he started just teaching her things and teaching her and just so that was like that's like enough of like my dad taught me this stuff. So it's not just like hey, like you know, there's more to the story. But you know, uh, dad taught her science and good job, kids. Uh, parents teach your kids science for the record. So I'm gonna go against the grind and uh, say I didn't really like her inclusion all that much in the movie. I felt like. I got a lot of Iron Man 2 vibes that it was more like a because I mean not everybody knows that she's going to have a show but you know we knew that she was going to have a show and so I was like well let's just use this to introduce them I don't know it just felt like and I know some people have complained that oh maybe the movie's a little bit too long and if you kind of took her out then maybe it wouldn't be that long and maybe it would have been two and a half hours two hours and 20 minutes but they it seemed like they kind of made her the MacGuffin. Like her side plot is like what keeps the story moving forward. So I'll, you know, unless they had something different beforehand, um, it's weird. Cause so I liked some parts. I like I like the actress. Yeah, I thought she did a good job. It just seemed like like you said, like it seemed like after a little bit, they kind of seemed like they didn't know what to do with her. 
and um and yeah i wasn't too much of a fan of how she was at the, at the end i guess we'll get there later but uh but again if we didn't have this storyline then we wouldn't have gotten that bridge sequence and i really like that that bridge fight scene yeah um, and not even talking about the the other chase sequence you know like okoye is yeah, hanging out in the charger and she's like she's just fighting grio the whole time the ai just you better like just hurling insults at a kind of machine uh and the same thing because funny because even the queen she's just like ai is going to kill us all then <laughs> okoye is like i need you to listen to me right now and then saves her life he's like all right fine you want control here you go and I'm then she, they didn't like, mention cool. ultron during when they made that uh right or something. vision yeah. Like yeah, because Shuri dealt with Vision mm -hmm. for a while. Yep, so that was a thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that the chase. Um, yeah, it was weird to me how, because I know Ryan Cooler has done this in a few other movies that he chose his like one shot sequence in that scene in the in the garage. Oh like, yeah, it just didn't really. I don't know. Didn't really do it for me. It, it was just like the camera going back and forth between the three of and them. And characters looking away at things. Yeah, because like, they're looking at obviously like Riri's uh, makeshift just, flight arm it flight felt, suit. It felt a little weird, but. Um, but yeah, but after that, once they got out and were running away from from the FBI, then yeah, that whole sequence was cool. Yeah, and the whole fight with Sokoye and the yeah, so we get then the we yeah, great. once the whole like we we get to the whole chase sequence and then they just get hit by the water grenades and uh, now you got to fight the the Talokani and dude Atuma that fight was dope like it really showed us like look like as cool as the um. The Dora Milaje are as because we saw like Io in Falcon Winter Soldier be able to whoop up uh what's it a uh, freaking John Walker like these were a totally different like animal like beasts no pun intended like it was just <laughs> these guys like Atuma with his like hammerhead shark helmet like he's just he rolled up and like put the whooping um shout out to the killer whales that they would the like, killer whale <laughs> and a hump, what was it a, 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 was a, it a was an orca and a humpback yeah, yeah. hump and a orca they would, like, like nope. jump out and be like tag you're in and then they would like jump off <laughs> even later in the final yeah, battle on the sea leopards they flip them over yeah, that's, like that's pretty cool uh yeah like that whole like this whole sequence with you know uh like that okoye like hey okoye is a badass but we got to show that these guys are next level as they like kind of put the whooping on her and like that whole like i'm gonna put my spear down pull you in and just dislocate your shoulder dude i remember that theater just popped yeah just, it was, ooh. that was awesome so yeah uh establishing their dominance shuri makes the power move hey take me and the girl we're gonna go as as a, sort of like political hostages just don't kill her but take me in They're like all right fine hang out um which leads to you know like some really good uh plot points uh again angela bassett going going ham on okoye and uh ramonda just kind of asserting herself there and even then she's like reminding everybody like everyone else around me stood by with killmonger and so did you like I've got nothing now, and she like really drove that point home. Um, then we get to uh, our you know, which is you know our our favorite colonizer or you know Bilbo Baggins, our Watson, in <laughs> uh, Everett Ross. Like uh, you know, again like Anthony's point, the movie is pretty long, but it's like I've seen it seen it twice already. I like that Everett Ross was in here because then we get you know everybody loves connecting stuff and this whole MCU stuff, but. I mean, and no. the thing is, he should be in it because he was in the first one. Yeah. So it makes sense for him to be in it. Like, it's just, um, then but, you find out some stuff where, like, we've been seeing, uh, the Contessa, um, 
I forget her full title. La Fontaine. Or yeah, it's uh, Valentina. Valentina. Valentina De Fontaine, and uh, she apparently, you know, like she's now the CIA director. That's why she has her mitts on John Walker, the U.S. agent. Uh, and you know, she did some other, you know, shenanigans with uh, Yelena and Black Widow. And now we find out that's Everett Ross's Everett Ross's ex-wife. That uh, that sucks. I looked at Zach when that scene came out. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that sucks. How? That sucks for him. <laughs> like that's that's real bad. <laughs> uh, but it, it it played off as like good um, good moments between the two of them. Like you could tell there's some history there, but then they're kind of funny at trying to hide from each other. I don't know. It was funny. Yeah, as like trying to like, you know, oh, we just we'll, we'll hide it off maybe. Haha. <laughs> okay, and then uh. Uh, you know, but in the end, you know, she's kind of uh doing the the Nick Fury mind game on mind game, uh, mind games. Stack of better terms. <laughs> all mind games. Stack in mind games. Yeah, it's just it's many. He got attacked from layers, man. Come at you sideways. Um, but you know that whole this whole stuff leads to like a full like backstory for Namor and and the the and the uh, Talokani, uh, people because we find out yeah they're all like the whole I thought um. Yeah, it was a little long, but I think it, that point was kind of necessary. Like the, his whole backstory explaining it. I I, I think it was kind of necessary yeah. with the length, um, because um, one, because if it was if it was any shorter, I feel like it would have been too um too simple or too like quick of a you wouldn't connect. Origin. Yeah, you wouldn't connect with his his whole point of view because that's the whole thing about it. Is like yeah, he's an antagonist because hey, like. I, I think my way is the right way because this is what I've got to do. Um, and also it shows like kind of similar to the comics. Like he can be, you know, sort of like charming when he wants to be that whole bit where he's like, oh yeah, I'll take you to my city. Um, but you can't go like that. You're, you'll be hella dead. So uh, <laughs> I got a suit. And then like you see the suit is like, oh, there people were in that suit. Like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> Just, I was like, I'm, I'm here going, sure. You don't ask where he got the suit. <laughs> just don't don't ask where he got the suit. Don't ask if anyone was in the suit. Just 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 ride the East Atlantic Current. No, I'm kidding. I just uh, East Australian Current. It reminded, yeah, Zach looks at it like it's like Finding Nemo. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it righteous, is. righteous. Yeah. Um, and then he's still swimming along, and so he you you see it was cool seeing like that city. It would have been cool to have a little bit more time in it, but like it's enough to see like, hey, look, like using vibranium and tech. That we have sunlight here, so like at least like this, like there's more vibrancy to it. So it's it's its own like little civilization. So yeah. it's like you know Mayan Atlantis. But also, I know it was oh. tough with time. Uh, sorry, Zach. Like, uh, I know it was tough with time because uh, there's so much to put in this movie. But I do wish we got more of uh, Talokan and maybe exploring the city a little more. Yeah, I feel like they didn't show it off, or maybe it was too dark for certain scenes and just did it seem like it was as grandiose as it could have or should have been got it um yeah that's a fair point give us more like it could have been more but then we look at you know you're looking you're, you're pushing end game numbers on it if anything i mean unless unless they decide to do a like a name or movie or something maybe but i mean he's popular now like that that's one thing to know here like there's a lot of positive reception along namor and uh what's cool is there's a whole rescue mission 
uh, we get to see uh, Nakia, what she was in, what she's been doing for a while. And it's cool because she used to be like a, one of their like their embedded war dogs. And then it's cool to see Lupita Nyong'o um, flex her Spanish, like her legit Spanish that, cool. that she knows what's up. Um, that was, I mean, it was. It's always cool to see to see that because um, you know people forget that she was uh, born in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. She's what Mexican and Ethiopian or like something. And uh, yeah, she lived or in the UK for Nigerian a bit. But, or so. I don't but, know. Where she but is. she's um. She's yeah, uh, she's an amazing actress, and so like getting more of her is always a good thing. She like kind of leads the the special ops mission to rescue her while uh, Namor's doing his thing up front as a distraction. He gets hella mad and then proceeds to just straight up attack uh, Wakanda, which is pretty dope. But um, to Anthony's point earlier, that's where like you get some of these extra like slow mo moments, which I get because you're dealing with water. So since there's a lot of water going on, a lot of movement, you have to slow it down to, to kind of follow along. Um, especially when there's like explosion, explosive water with all the crazy grenades. But um, uh, yeah, some of that was a little like it got a little distracting or it like kind of slowed the pace of the action. I get why, but it's just a little jarring. Yeah, it was one of those where it felt like they would have done that in a movie 10 years ago, 15 years ago and done a whole bunch of slow-mo scenes. Yeah. But it was just like, uh, we don't see that as often anymore. No. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's what, then we also see uh, uh, Umbaku kind of because they're all prepared for him to attack, and that's why they were a little on edge. But it was cool to see like Umbaku kind of like do some, you know, do some stuff, try to step up to Namor and proceed to get uh, freaking molly whopped. <laughs> uh, he got just punched he straight got through, one punched man. He got one punched man right in the chest. Yeah, he goes to try to, to hit Namor with his uh. Stick. Yeah, his stick is whatever <laughs> you want to call it. And yeah, his staff. And then Namor's just like, nah, like it broke it. from it, yeah. the block. And he just turned around and said, no, that was amazing. Right. Yeah. Right through the chest plate yep. that he had on. Mm -hmm. Knocked him back like 30, 50, maybe 50 feet, 60 feet or yeah. maybe even more. Uh, and then he just kind of like. Yeah, just he got the wind knocked out of the gun. Good thing he didn't die. Yeah. So I think like and it's. It's a cool testament to, uh, you know, the Talakani doing, they do their whole Sonic thing again, uh, but then the Wakandas figure out, and then one of the Dora just, I don't know if it was Ayo or um, Aneka, but like, they just grabbed a grenade and said, shut that shit up, and just, just threw a oh, grenade. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they were doing the... And... <laughs> He just, when they realized, oh, this singing is making everybody fall, like Sonic hypnosis, commit suicide, or just fall into the water, they just Dormilaji just jumped off the cliff and threw a grenade. Like, Hell no! Get <laughs> into the water. Here. I was like, geez, yeah, I think good. He just killed those like ten telecans. How I do mean, they call telecani? Talokani. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, if they they... Talokani. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, now and then more. Just uh, being able to see Namor, Namor doing his thing. Like he's flying in the air. He's he's doing all the. Uh, all the you know trickery and the mind games using of his vibranium speed. Right? It's his those sequences are really cool. Like in the trailer, like we saw, like oh that looks kind of hokey. And now it's like oh no, he's cool. Like he does a little like flick of his feet and just and he'll go faster. And so like there there was some cool stuff going on. Yeah, they they didn't do it too cheesy. No. Which I'm sure if it was any other studio like the Fox or oh like Sony, they would have made it super cheesy. Yeah, if either one is. of them. <laughs> but uh you yeah, know which I all... that he was like air skating yeah i think he was well i i wouldn't even say he was or like, like he was skating he, like, like yeah, swimming he, and he hopping would, and yeah. hopping around he would like, strafe and or... then spin the other way as a way you know yeah. as a just to throw 
your person off, mix so that people off guard. He's mixed it up. It's, it's dope. I loved it. Um, but then uh, you know we got to the 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 big other big emotional gut punch of you know Namor attacking Ramonda and Riri uh, in the throne room and Ramonda basically giving her life to save Riri and uh, not a fan. Uh, he's like not a fan of that's how she died or just not a fan of Riri. No, of that's how she died. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Damn. Or just I mean, you expected her just to get like got with a spear? No, like just CIA survive. Oh, been awesome yeah. if she didn't die. <laughs> nah, man. That's uh, life is pain. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, that's what they show in this movie. <laughs> yep, life is pain, but you 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 press on. So yeah, they press on. Umbaku like again is like some good cons, uh, cons- trying to console and comfort and like that's that's dope. There's there's layers to this man. And you know she's Shuri's gonna go through another burial and uh, another thing, and so then she, through kind of grief, loss, and also the little token that Namor gave her, she's able to resynthesize the heart shaped herb and go through the whole Black Panther transformation sequence, which gets us to probably our biggest cameo. We we're talking about a uh, Va- uh, uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, but like, dude, you know, through ancestral plane we get Killmonger. That was dope. I was, that was awesome. I did not expect it. Yeah, me neither. I don't think the whole theater did. Yeah, they're looking at like, oh man, what's gonna happen? And oh, yeah. At least like like the f- the first time I watched it with Xavier and Anthony, everyone just kind of like like very loudly, audibly, just like the, like relatively like, lost it. Yeah, and then cool. I think that the was the biggest um, reaction in the theater, um, yeah. or at least one of the the biggest ones. Yeah, man. Just t- telling Shuri like you know get just a. Uh, Take take advice from me. Just uh, do what you gotta do. Take care of business. Take care of business. Handle it. He's, I know that he's and he goes through everybody. It's like it's like your dad, hypocrite. He would have killed that girl already. Your brother, he let his he let the guy who killed his dad live. And I'm Come like on. ah Zemo, mm-hmm. and uh and you know he's like me, but no, I did what it had to be done. And so it's cool to see that there was just a mix of. You know, that conflict now with Shuri, just like, all right, I'm now the Black Panther, but I got rage and vengeance. Uh, you know, just like, just pure, just nothing, just but ready to go. And, uh, you know, uh, Namor even like goaded her. He's like, you're the queen now. Do, you know, do what you're going to do. What's up? So um, that leads us to like the whole big final conflict on the Sea Leopard. Yeah, he, he gave them like a week. He's pretty much like... Uh, gather your dead, mourn your losses. I'll be back in a week. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in a week, and either you join us to fight the surface world, or you're done. Yeah, and uh, you know, the homie figured it out, and then that's where they come up with the big plan. Which reference point is the whole uh, bit with the the space heater is Riri designs the the co- the cooker chamber for for Namor. So that whole sequence uh, kind of set up for that. To their that big fight with um, with uh, with Shuri as the Black Panther now against uh, Namor, which uh, was pretty dope. Like that whole like scene out the the beach desert was really cool. Um, what do you, what do you, well, it's, I'm kind of jumping ahead of it, but it was cool to see um, you know, just everything on the snow on the the sea leopard again, the the kind of like ways the the Dora were fighting as well as then the Talukani were fighting and kind of disabling the ship. Um, it was cool to see some of that stuff going on, but, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? The whole like final set piece of everything coming together. 
I, I turned to Zach in one point and um, there was uh, a scene of Shuri kind of like fighting through the side of that ship. Yeah. It was uh, and cool. she was like twisting and flipping. It seemed very cool. Like black Panther esque. Um, wish we got to see more of fighting skills like that. Yeah, that was really cool. A really cool and well done uh, shot there. That little sequence. Yeah. It's whole like, you know, vertical sheer cliff fighting, uh, especially with the Jabari holding the Dora fighting off uh, the other Talokan troops. And that was just really dope. And then you, you have a uh, Riri in her Ironheart, her Wakandan Ironheart suit, just doing her, like basically acting as like the ultimate distraction for Namor to get him in the, uh, in the ship just so that they can kind of, uh, you know, cook him up. Got to cook the fish, man. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like, I just didn't like the way her suit looked. It looked it looked completely different from like the rest of the movie. So I don't know if it was maybe that was one of the ones one of the one of the CGI issues that maybe they, they waited till the end to work on it. I don't know. It just looked weird to me. It looked too cartoony. Yeah, it looked very like like a the man says it's looking like anime. a Power Ranger. Yes. It looks it very like, like anime. a Power Ranger. <laughs> it looked like a Power Ranger. I mean hey, like when Ranger. you have all the resources in the world you know, it turns up you can make it look like a Power Ranger suit. Why not? Um, but um, I probably would have wanted it more closer to what an Iron Man suit would have looked like if if she's supposed to be like uh, um, taking cues from Iron Man. But but I guess they were going a different, like making it look different enough that it's like her own thing. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that suit's there. So it's not like she's out. She's not like, oh, I'm going to go back and use it forever. Like, obviously, like it's there. So maybe she'll make her own thing. Then you also have the the Midnight Angels suits, mm-hmm. the armor suits. Yeah, which Okoye still hated. She's like, I, what, do I seriously have to wear this? Like, yes, and i got to tell you when to do stuff. Oh, can we also talk about, like, very quickly how Shuri was basically telling Umbaku, you're going to help me, right? Like, just basically, like, You're going to help me kill her. this man. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I'm not taking no for an answer. And then he just grunts, like, mm. <laughs> like that was that was a power move. That was a Shuri power move. Good job. Uh, but yeah, the whole sequence, the fight, and then um, you know, you have uh, Okoye in the suit being able to fight off Atuma. Uh, that was pretty badass. And then she's in in the Yucatec Mayan yelling out "Warrior," and he's like, "Oh, okay." It's the you speak my language. Well, you'll meet your ancestors with that. I was like, "Damn, it's, uh, that's badass." Like, and also about those suits, um, I, I've said it a couple times. It <laughs> kind of looks like a like a predator. That's the I don't know. I think that's partly the point. Water like, predator. Yeah, like a blue water predator, but whatever. The thing is, I thought they were like just gonna be like suits, like for armor. Yeah. But then when they came up rolling in, like with jets and everything, I was like, whoa! So it's like, well, sure, they're Iron Man. Also, that, I didn't even know they were gonna be. Sure, like, he Iron did Man say suits. that uh, it would grant the user the abilities of like flight, um, strength. Well, it gives you superhuman but, strength yeah. too, which that's why she was able to fight off Atuma with. I it, missed that part. Like, I don't remember. Hearing yeah, it. she says it. Like, she's like, oh. it was. It was when they first like talk about the suits. Like, why um, do we need heart shaped herbs when we have the tech? And you're like, eh, you still need the heart shaped herb apparently. So, um, you know, and then let's kind of like cap it off at the end now with uh. That that fight sequence was badass though. Like a, going back to Namor versus Black Panther, like that was a scrap. I I personally felt like it was maybe not long enough. Weirdly enough, I mean I don't know how you guys feel about no, it. Like, I agree. But for me, I feel like because they were could use more. Yeah, they, they were switching back and forth between um, Sherry and Namor fighting, and then everyone else fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
um quite a few times and i feel like there could have been times where they could have focused more on on shuri and and namor a little bit more and then and have more fighting more dialogue between them mm-hmm. i mean we got the cool stuff like we got the cool hits like we have so it's like i think it was effective and to the point pun intended because namor kept hitting her with the elbows there was one move that just like just went through her put the arm over and just kind of like smacked like just did like this kind of awesome like elbow rush and people's smash into the wall like it was i was at people's elbow the talokani people's elbow it was it was badass like again it just capped everything going on uh you know with with all of that uh we also got um his shout out to his line that he says in the comics the imperious rex which was kind of cool it's a very like deep cut nod to like what what namor does um i sort of liked it but i think you also got a a backstory to his name how he got his name yeah 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 kind of his uh, whole was, his uh, whole nino story sin amor. yeah nino sin amor yeah namor like i was like good you know that's it's but uh it was cool to see that yeah they call him you know he's cool, cool. then even mbaku <laughs> says like you know you can't kill this man because if you kill him they're just vengeance forever so like you know that was a cool like again like talking about the bigger themes and the cool, a lot of cool uh gun. the fat that's up and god like uh kind of like hitting the big points of just like you know the themes of kind of like grief loss and just kind of like going doing what it yeah i guess what it, it takes to kind of prove your point or prove your side um but also like there's just there's a shared collective uh kind of uh culture even amongst people who just basically live in the ocean and then live in a secluded country like that's that those are those kind of themes that in the end like uh, was able to show Shuri like oh that that hey like you know don't have to kill this man like we can make this you know have this be more peaceful in that last Black Panther fight something that kind of bugged me was just like they weren't completely in the desert and so why didn't this man just like fly into the water before he started like punching her and fighting her that was the only thing that kind of bugged me maybe he did well he didn't because he was still weak yeah. from being on the ship maybe he was that evaporated or maybe like because it's, it could also be because since she's like now super powered and everything as the Black Panther, it wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to go to the water. Like, like she's going to jump and say, hell no. Where the hell are you going? That's a, more of a. Well, he was he, like flying toward her to like attack her. No, he, he he just jumped above her. Like initially, like he came from above and then just. Right. Death from but above. Jumped into the water. Jumped into the water. Whatever. Yeah. It was Get a rid of desert. It. it was like right, right there on the beach. Yeah. Kind of odd but yeah um i feel like a lot of the the themes were were juggled pretty well uh, like some couple missteps with the like with pacing i would say more than anything else which in a big movie like this kind of hurts it a bit but um you know uh new status quo stuff going on at the end of everything um i'll let danny kind of take that one especially with our post credit scene well yeah and then um well, like the end scene of the movie then ties directly into the mid credit scene. Yeah, that was uh, done really nicely. It's, it's right after. Uh, which yeah, is there's no cool. cut or anything. It's just like kind of fades in and she's Shuri's still there. And then you see uh, Nakia, you know, holding the little kid's hand behind her. It's like, hey, can we come now? And, you know, that's when it kind of dawned on me. It's like everything makes sense now. Why she couldn't go to yeah. the funeral, do anything else. It's a cool way to introduce, um, you know, 
another T'Challa into the MCU mm-hmm. without essentially recasting uh, Chadwick, but you know you have a new character, but still T'Challa in a way. Um, you, they could get away with a bunch of things and create a new story uh, for him. So we'll see how that goes in the future. That kid, that and then kid, that kid's delivery on everything was great. He was yeah. like, "Yep." <laughs> He's like, my name is Tessan. Yeah. Like it, was, it was so, like, he was so, like, you could tell, like, they have him secluded away. Like, he's just, you know, a kid being a kid. Good for him. Like, read this line. Yeah. Like, no, that's that was, my Haitian name. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Like, good for him. Like, it was dope. Yeah, I thought he did funny. well. Yeah. Cause I know that there were a lot of theories going around that if, uh, if they were to uh, have someone get or to take that role of Black Panther, it would be like a, like a, an successor. alternate Earth. No, like an, like an alternate Earth. I mean, uh, they still might do that with T'Challa. But. Secret Who knows Wars the Secret Wars? Yeah. What if Secret Wars, they put the kid in a hyperbolic time chamber and he comes back like... You know, he's like, he's like 15, he's, 20 years older. And, they give him the cable treatment from the comics, but who knows? But I thought that was also done... You know, it's it was like their, uh, Ryan Coogler's way of like having his cake and kind of eating it too in a little bit, but... Yeah, um, I, I, I thought it was like, I guess the best way they could have done it yeah. so that in the future they could technically still have a t'challa it's a really yeah. young avenger like, yeah you know you have young avengers being set up now you have a real young avengers the uh team. but yeah everybody has kids now thor has a kid uh black panther had a kid hulk tony stark hulk a has kid. a kid tony stark had a kid and scott lang obviously had a kid already um you know uh we get in there okay hawkeye has like four kids three kids yeah <laughs> like three or four kids but uh you know um overall the uh, you know the I think yeah, big standout was uh, uh, Tena Corta as uh, as Namor. Like, did an awesome job. Uh, like, he was he he did extremely well. Um, you know, Mbaku and Nakia. I wish they were in the movie a little bit more. Yeah, uh, for sure. Okoye is amazing. Like, great on Okoye. Um, the teacher right did a good job uh, again again. But the the MVP goat has to go to Angela Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett was awesome. But yeah. we we can't. Uh leave without saying uh again how awesome the score was yeah the score was amazing um your boy ludwig came through it again yeah man uh you know we did uh some pretty awesome stuff when it came to like keeping the same themes originally but then also like adding some like you had that like sort of darker theme with shuri i don't know if you heard that i forget how it goes but like he made like a whole new like kind of Motif for for Shuri, and the music for Talokan was. Please awesome leave too. your message for seven eight. And your six. boy's gone. <laughs> Bye, Danny. No, he'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, I get the call dropped and satellite <laughs> issues, guys. You know, um, I guess he didn't like the score. <laughs> Danny Nunez not liking uh, Ludwig Göransson's score in a movie. No way. But no, um, you know, Zach, any thoughts on uh, Ludwig Ludwig's score? I felt like I didn't hear much of the actual um, film score as I did like uh, Please leave like your message soundtrack. for... for- <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <not> <laughs> having- yep, there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Boy's coming back. Welcome right. back. Oh, sorry, I don't know what happened. But the score was awesome. <laughs> there you go. Take it away, Danny. He heard that part. Yeah. The- yeah. The score was great. I, I think they had like great um, 
themes for like Namor and Talukan and then uh, back to Wakanda. Uh, and even I think the Dora Milaje had their own their own theme too. It was pretty yeah, cool. Shuri yeah, Shuri and the Dora had their own thing. Um, uh, I'd have to listen in. I think they had he had something going on for Riri at least, but uh, like during the fights, it was very like very subtle. Like there were some points where it's like all right, like barely next to maybe some drums or even nothing. And that was like that was a real conscious choice of just like, hey, you got two alphas fighting it out, and uh, you know, pay attention to this. It, that was that was dope. But uh, yeah, Ludwig once again uh, cooking up and uh, making some gold. I don't. We don't know if it, it'll be Oscar ready uh, worthy again, but uh, you know, the guy can put in work. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Rihanna for doing her own song at the end for the credits. Yeah, it was a really nice song. Yeah, it was really nice. I think she's trying to beat that Lady Gaga. For Oscar song at the Ooh, Oscars, that's gonna be a t- and Zach's out Oscar here. Song uh, Oscars. Zach's uh, best song. How conflicted Dude, I, are you now, Zach? Hold my hand. I don't know. They both they both <laughs> sound <laughs> great, <laughs> but I... <laughs> <laughs> that's that that disqualifies it for me. <laughs> like, like don't hate. You know you were. Crying. She sounds like she's uh she can't breathe. She can't breathe because she's in, in the sky. On a plane. I can't breathe. Yeah, that 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 whole part. Every of the song is underwater. Is Who cares? Weird for me, but. Um, I, I still think that that's going to be a really great contender for yeah. uh, best original song. Very nice. I mean, like, in, so in the end, gentlemen, uh, you know, um, I think we'd all say that we can, we, we'd watch it, but uh, if, do we want to give a score? Like, do we want to give a score? Yeah. yeah. I don't like, know if, uh, Danny, Danny, you want to go first? Before we lose you again, maybe? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a really good way to end phase four. Um, I know there was a lot of ups and downs throughout the the phase, but definitely a solid one to end it off with. Um, I'll give it a seven point five. Yeah, cool. He uh he's in my head. I was gonna give it a seven point five as well. All right, like this is solid. Like this is pretty a, a good showing, given the challenges externally and internally. Um, it also sets up uh some really cool continuations with you know uh uh you know. Defontaine, you have Namor going. You know, Umbaku's basically king. It's awesome. Go him. But um, you know, before I let Anthony finish, I just love the fact that after that fight, the uh, uh, Namora is t- talking to Namor and like, "Oh, I can't believe you would kneel to him." Is like, "No, nah, I know I have a long plan." Also, let me commemorate how badass this fight was with me fighting a panther. Like he hit it in the Mesoamerican art style. That was dope. Yeah, was really yeah, cool. and just the whole infusion of making Namor like Mesoamerican with their the whole thing with their version of the heart shaped herb that was badass. Mm-hmm. He even called himself a mutant, so we'll see if that leads into anything. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, it yeah, makes that more was sense. Bring up yeah. too that they you know they dropped the M word in there, so we're like, okay, more more little hints at uh first at Kamala X Men first Kamala now Namor. Um, I and it makes sense to me like very quickly. I'll make the point that it makes sense to make th- him Mesoamerican infuse like. It made way like it's way more sense than just, you know, my mom was a mermaid Atlantis person and my dad was a fisherman because it's too much like Aquaman. So they helped make it yeah, unique. I, I think they just wanted to not um not well not confuse it with Aquaman, but um not have two characters in two different comic book universes kind of from the same have like things. similar origins and stuff. Except I think Aquaman is like Greek demigod or like a demigod or something or descendant of of like Poseidon and stuff, whereas Namor is just a mutant and Atlantean. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, like it was cool seeing like more of the kind of uh, Mayan culture uh, kind of put into it, kind of give that flair and it helps it stand out, be more unique. Mm -hmm. uh, excellent choice. Zach? Uh, Zach? Um, I I am somewhere between a 7.5 and an 8. But like Ooh, a very, like, Zach like a, being the nice one today. Like a, like a low 8. Mm. Soft 8. This man Not said soft, soft eight. 8. Yeah, I'm rolling, okay. a, I'm rolling a 3 and a 5. Um, I I did I enjoyed for the most part. There were some points in the movie where it felt um very like kind of plateaued, but mm -hmm. like it was like a lower plateau because there it's more like uh like storytelling exposition, heavy emotional sort of drama mm -hmm. character beats, yeah. And then with some um like spikes in um in like entertainment and wow factor. Um, and then of course, but then the the two major uh, um climaxes that we have, you know, we had the the first uh, invasion in Wakanda, and then we had the other one, uh, that like the final fight in the ocean, yeah. the end, which was uh both really great. Um, which is why it's it would be probably closer to an eight. I think. Okay, yeah, right on, nice. I would give it a seven, maybe like a hard seven. All right, solid. Not a soft seven, a hard seven. Um, they. I felt like they had an impossible task to do to just make a good movie with what happened with Chadwick. Um, I think overall there were more highs for me than there were lows. All right. So I felt like they did a good job with what they needed to do. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I didn't really like, it's not that I didn't like the character. I just didn't like, you know, that this was like the introduction to Riri and that it kind of just felt like they were shoehorning it in for the future. Um, and yeah, the pace, some pacing issues, and I was surprised that they didn't, I guess, do more, like, with, uh, I guess, mentioning like the passing of Chadwick slash T'Challa. Like, it was, it felt like it was kind of like at the beginning, the first like ten minutes, and then, and then at the very end. So I was surprised by that, especially from that first trailer. It made it seem like, oh, this this movie's gonna be like super, super heavy. And it did feel heavy at the beginning, but it kind of like waned in the middle. But yeah, overall, overall, I liked it. Um, but I'd still say I like the first movie better. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd say that. I agree. But again, like with That's what because, what they had yeah. to deal with, I think they made a pretty damn good movie with, with what they had. So yeah, yeah, it was good. Hard seven. All right. Right on. Cool, gentlemen. That's good. Uh, you know, so with that being said. Ah, very well, quickly, no, because I I very wanted quick. to mention something. So I I kind of mentioned in our like little group chat there was something that I wanted to mention at the end that if you were uh, if you're an eagle eye viewer you would have noticed it. Uh, so the scene where the queen visits Haiti, mm -hmm. three kids run up to her. Yeah, the first kid is uh, the little boy. The prince. Yep, was the prince. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch it the first that's time because because I didn't pay I that's wasn't paying sad. attention. But then when I watched it the second time, I'm like, oh my god, that's the son. But then it also made sense when she says that if if the queen had met him and she said yes, yeah, was it that no, moment? No, that was, that was there. there. Okay, that so was she knew about him before. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about very quickly is uh there is now two could be possible two Dragon Ball references oh, now boy. in this franchise. <laughs> the first one being Killmonger's uh, mercenary clothes was based off of Vegeta. And the second okay. one with the Talokani salute is basically the Kamehameha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like it. It's look like it, man. Hadouken. It's keeping it going. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Anyway, um, that's our take on Black Panther Wakanda Forever. If you uh, 
watched it and uh, want to share your insights, thoughts, and expressions, how you felt emotionally, analytically, just kind of hype for how Phase 4 ended. Let us know. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter, Popcorn Watchlist, and Instagram, Popcorn Watchlist. Um, if you sat through this and did not watch Black Panther, uh, you heard it in the beginning, go and watch it anyway. Mm -hmm. You heard our recommendations. We say give it a shot. It's done really well. Ryan Coogler did a good job. Uh, and watch everybody, it again. Yeah, watch it again if you haven't seen it. So do it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Also, special shout out to Danny for calling in remotely uh, from uh, Wakanda, actually. He's actually over there in the outreach <laughs> program. I'm kidding. Uh, he got recruited. Yeah, he got recruited. Uh, thank you so much for calling in, Danny. And uh, we'll see you back in the studio in next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great time, everybody. Ebombe. Ebombe. Watch this forever. Hello?